I am a traitor. I am a foreigner. I am an outsider. I am an alien. Yep. The more you know, Dylan's an alien. I'm when you meet me in person, I'm actually green. I have a ray gun, the whole shebang, you know, the one that, you know, makes people just disappear in thin air. It's awesome. Anyways, we're talking about being an outsider and how you might actually be hated uh, for being an outsider. But we were with a friend named Rochelle. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome, friends, to New Plan Life, where we've decided to hit the restart button on our lives and pursue what is life-giving instead. We'll be studying scripture daily, talking about current events with guests, and so much more. Thanks for listening. God bless. Right, guys thank you for uh joining again another episode on new plan life we have a friend here today uh named rochelle and she's got a podcast called i said what i said <laughs> uh you want to tell someone uh, about that a little bit about it yes so actually the whole reason i started my podcast i said what i said and why it's titled that is because um for me as i've been uh, developing and growing um and learning more about myself mm. i discovered that somewhere along the way i lost my voice and so in that, I started podcasting to help me and remind me really of my voice and who I am and to allow my voice to be heard, because sometimes we can know who we are, but we shrink back and don't allow ourselves to be known, you know, and so that's why I started the podcast. And that's why I named it that I said what I said. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is who I am. And for me, as a reminder, reminder to me, not to anybody else, but for me to remember who I am yes. and what I said, you know. Wow, so. that's great. So the title is almost for you. <laughs> it's yeah, like it I is. said what it's I said. Me. It's a reminder. Yeah. It's no, that's reminder. really good. Yeah, and it's good to remember that because I feel like as Christians, a big a big problem we have for our own sake is being bold. Yes. And when we see people like Paul, you know, he's just walking around and he's just telling it how it is. And that that's a great motivation is to be bold in our faith. And um, do you remember in Acts, he actually, he gets arrested and then he's yes. thrown in front of some judges uh, or Pharisees. And they're like, you know, stop speaking in Jesus name. And he's like, no, I think I'm going to obey God. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's hard for, yeah, we read it, but then it's hard for us. It's like, well, I might offend someone. They might not like me. And it's like, well, you know, truth doesn't uh, make friends all the time. <laughs> yes, seriously. The gospel little, can sometimes be offensive. Yep. Step on some toes, but it's yes. okay. It's okay. That's why we're here. Spread some truth and love. Yes, um, absolutely. So today our topic is being foreign and being an outsider in this world, which is deep. Um, to think we're on a, in a world, it's almost like a movie. <laughs> when, I, when I think about this topic, it's almost like a, a movie I think of because we're in this world, right? And the Bible tells us that we live in a world controlled actually by the enemy. We know right. God has sovereignty, but we're actually living in a world that's controlled by the enemy. And I almost imagine like this dark aura, you know, around the world. <laughs> but the cool thing is, because we know we've been given the spirit and the Holy spirit through that aura, you know, looking yes. out from space, you can see these little lights just shining yes. in the air and they're just spreading the light, you know? Yes. And I love that. And I'm just like, man, that should be a movie, but it's real life. It's, it it's not a movie. This is, this is what we live. And um, yeah. So let's start by talking about this cool little scripture and Romans eight, three, it says Christ condemned sin in the flesh. What do you think that means to you when Christ condemns that in the flesh? What should that mean for us? Well, I mean, honestly, for me, 
here he's condemned it is it's it's not something that um <laughs> shouldn't be a normal part of our lives it yes. has become that yes for us even as christians well i'm not even gonna say even as for us as christians i think um because we've allowed and i'll use this term allowed um the water to get in our boat you know sort of say okay yeah. what's what's in the world to get within us instead of us being here and being a light to the world that we've allowed um allowed that stuff to get on us and now for us that's normal yeah and christ he condemned that that's not normal and we're not even supposed to be living life through this flesh in in our in itself we're supposed to be living through the spirit but exactly we're not though right <laughs> yeah it's become just such a normal thing and not to mention with all the technology and the new information in mm -hmm. science and all those things it's yes. become such a common like we just accept it but as this scripture says right if he condemned it in the flesh we should condemn it in the flesh yes and i think a practical way to look at it is we should treat sin as a foreign disease almost yes you know what i'm saying like 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 cancer almost in this case it's like there's a disease inside of us and we don't claim it yes this is something we ours. do not claim this is not ours this is of the world cancer mm. right being something evil from the world that has infected us and the same with sin is i don't claim this i'm not part of this and as christ says to always what is it um i think it's in it's in one of the new testament books but he talks about to rely on the things of heaven and not to yes. rely on the things of this earth and to look yes. at him for everything it's the complete opposite but yes. we live in a world where we walk by this flesh and it's so hard to walk by the spirit when we're in the flesh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I think too, that goes to like, what are we looking to? Well, you just said it, like if we're looking to him, then it's easier. Cause it's always gonna be like that tug of war between flesh, spirit, flesh, spirit, but yeah. it's easier if we're looking to him and not looking to this world and looking to ourselves too. Right. And to find satisfaction too in those things. Cause we all know that that just leads to death. And yes, yes. The human part of us doesn't want to believe that. I mean, yes. you know, we think for me here recently, it's been all about uh, eating as much food as I can because <laughs> I find very much comfort in that and probably eating yeah. too much. Um, but yeah, to find comfort in the things that we know will never satisfy us. And the easiest way mm. I tell people this, even non-Christians, when they when they ask me, and the easiest way I can put it, um, you know how Jesus put things in like earthly terms for us to understand. Yes, uh, I love that. And the, the easiest way I can put it is, if we are spiritual creatures then the only thing that can fill us mm -hmm. is spiritual things. It's like a battery, you know? Yes. Like to charge, yes. charge the battery, you need to charge the battery with spiritual things because that's what it yes. takes. And yes. when you start charging it with something completely different, that's not going to charge, you know? Right. Um, and someone told mm. me this awesome, awesome thing that I have not forgotten. He said, in the beginning, when God breathed us from the dust, and he made man's body when he made the form the body right he was like let's stop there he's like don't continue reading and i was like okay and he goes what has happened so far and i was like what and he goes <laughs> body has been made mm -hmm. like imagine that for a minute the body the frame and he was like that's the fleshly part but he said you 
haven't been created yet because it says when God breathed Breathe. his life yes. into us. Yes. So what does that tell you? That means we are a spiritual creature without the body. This isn't even, this isn't me. This is not who I am. Oh right. My gosh. <laughs> that's so good. So when we're talking about being a foreigner, that's exactly what we mean is we're not, we're not fleshly like the rest of the world. Like this might be what I look like and everything, but mm. the person that's making these decisions and that's smiling and just being excited about the things of God, that's the spirit part of yes. me. That has nothing yes. to do with my flesh. Like this, this is nothing, you know? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. If only we could just like really focus on that though. Like, yes. And I think just because we get so wrapped up in our own stuff and what's going on, we don't even realize that this isn't even me. This isn't even my life. One of the things I've been asking myself recently, as I've like walked through different things, like, does this matter in light of eternity? Because yeah. eternity, that's eternal. Like my spirit is eternal. Does this matter to my spirit? Yep. And then, then it's like, man, this issue seems really small now. Yeah, and it, it does. has nothing to do with, you know, eternity, my homeland. It has nothing to do with any of that. It has everything to do with this earth. And then it puts things into perspective because then I'm like, okay, you know, this doesn't matter. Let me get myself together. Let me yeah. crush this flesh, crucify this flesh and <laughs> rely on the things that matter, the spiritual things in, in my heavenly father. Yeah. I heard uh, another podcast I was listening to. They were saying, isn't it funny how we live our life almost every single day and we're thinking about mostly ourself. We're thinking about um, just literally selfish things throughout the entire day, always thinking about ourselves, always feeding, you know, whatever desire we see. Mm -hmm. And then everyone, you know, raises their hand. They're like, oh yeah, I do that. But then it's like, but how many of us truly know yourself? That's so good. And it's like, well, I don't know if I truly know myself. Sometimes I don't even feel like myself. Mm. Sometimes I feel like that person that's just out of a, my body and I don't feel like I'm present. Yes. Like I'm on autopilot. Yeah. Walking step by step. And then we got to ask the question, well, what is that? Right. You're, it sounds like, ready? It sounds <laughs> like your spirit belongs somewhere else and you're not giving any, any acknowledgement to that. You're not walking in that. And that's yes. why you don't feel fulfilled. There's <laughs> as corny as mm. everyone talks about this empty void there's a reason why there's an empty void because you don't actually belong here. Ooh, I have not. Okay. Can I just say, I've never heard that said in that way. Yeah. And I love that you said that. Yeah. Because that's true. Cause we don't, we don't belong here. Mm -mm. We don't, this is not where we're supposed to be. I, mm -mm. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just had to no, say you're good. Not heard, I haven't, I love listening to the different ways that people say things because yep. it has a different impact, but I love mm -hmm. the way that you said that. And I've not heard it yeah. said so, in that way. Yeah. So in second Corinthians four and four, it says Satan, who is the God of this world blinded the minds mm -hmm. of those who don't believe. Yes. So, okay. I'm, I'm going to go in backwards already here from what I have. So if they've blinded the mind of those who don't believe, what should the believers go after? Because the mind is one thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us make the mistake of going straight for the intellectual. Yes. When we're talking to people, we try to convince them. We try to use, uh, as Paul says, uh, lofty words. We try to yes. use big words and big arguments and all these things. But Christ didn't go for the, the mind. He, he went for the heart. There was a reason yes. why thousands of people flooded you know, to see him. It's because he had this 
presence about him that was different. Yes. And as believers, it's the heart that we have to go after because there's a wall, there's this penetrated yes. wall and knowledge isn't going to break that. Right. <laughs> Love is going to break that. So when scripture itself says he's blinded their minds, that's almost a cheat code for us. It's yes. Like, okay. So maybe I shouldn't go for the mind then. Maybe I should go for the heart. <laughs> Straight for the heart. Yeah. You know, um, I just sharing a story. Um, yeah. There are some Jehovah's Witnesses in my neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, the lady, she just kept stopping by and I, um, I was talking to the Lord and in my prayer time, he was like, I want you to obviously be kind to her or whatever, but he was like, I want you to pay attention in how she's witnessing to you. And I was like, okay. And so mm -hmm. what I noticed every time she dropped by, she paid attention to my household. So she left a pamphlet about how to raise your children that I'm a mom. That's going to go to my heart. Wow. The next time she dropped off a pamphlet about godly marriage, I mean, godly marriages, well, their perspective, you know, of God, uh -huh. godly marriages. And the Lord was like, you notice how she didn't really even say anything to you about being a Jehovah's witness. She shared things that she saw that you were, or that was a part of your life. And that went to my heart. And I was yeah. like, wow, Lord help us. Cause when I think about us and how we evangelize mm -hmm. that, well, not all of us, I don't want to, you know, generalize, but sometimes we just go straight to here, straight to the mind, like you just said, but what she did was she went straight to the heart. Oh, I see that you're a mom. That's in your yeah. heart. Let me leave this to you. And there's pieces and stuff about their religion in that, yeah. which would draw me in slowly, but that's how you do it. It's from the heart. And I just, I was like, man, Lord, help us to get that. Help me to get that. Like, <laughs> right. When I'm talking to people, you know, mm -hmm. about you, let me go for their heart and not just for their mind or what I think they want to know about you, but what they actually need to know about you mm -hmm. and know what you care about in my life or in their life. Yeah. Yeah. You're reaching past the knowledge part or you're reaching yes. straight for the, you're going straight for the, uh, what do you call it? Like the soft spot, I guess. Yes. Um, but yes. that's, but that's the cool thing is like, as Christians, we have this, we have a different language, I think, mm -hmm. <laughs> than the world does. Um, the world has the language of uh, power, of yelling, mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. um, trying to change your mind and like, mm -hmm. you know, sell you things or they have so many different ways. But I would argue that they don't have the language of love. Yes. <laughs> because love speaks in unconditional language. Yes. And there's yes. a language here where no matter what you do or what you say, I'm still going to love you. And yes. the world doesn't speak that language. If you wrong yes. them, you see what I'm saying? So that's another way we have to be foreign. And when we're talking about living a new life and what our new plan should look like is to live with the language of love and not the language of knowledge. For so long, when I joined, when, when I joined, when I became <laughs> a Christian, um, one of the first things I started doing was just reading my Bible. And I was like, mm -hmm. I gotta know, I gotta know this. I gotta know this. I gotta know this. I gotta know this. And then I'm telling everyone all this knowledge. And then God was like, you have it completely wrong. Go backwards. Like yeah. you are, you are craving wisdom. You're just craving knowledge and that's all you're doing. He's like, what about me? You know, the, the yes. of that knowledge. <laughs> Yes, because knowledge doesn't change people. Love does. Mm -mm. Love does that. Exactly. Yeah. And to think about it this way, talking about being a foreigner is we are traitors mm. to this world. Mm -hmm. We are traitors because 
there's a scripture uh, that talks about you used to take part in the same things that they did. And now your friends are surprised and now they mock you. Yes. It's like you, you were in their little group in their cult, if you will. And when you stepped away and said, you know what, I'm going to choose life. I'm going to choose light. I'm going to choose better things for my life instead of this. And then they, they condemn you for that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, but it happens. I yeah. can tell you a few stories on that. So who are they who who are they really offended by? Is it you or is it the things you're choosing? It's the things you're choosing. <laughs> they and, think it's you. <laughs> right. They think it's you, it's the things you're choosing. And it also in you choosing God and you choosing a different standard for your life, it makes them self-reflect and see where they are not choosing. Yes. And, and that offends them. Yes. And when you pull from a different source or another uh, realm, if you will, then one of two things happens. Um, uh, And I think John, it says, it says that when Christ came, he was the light and the people hated the light and they hated to be exposed to the light. To the light. Yes. Exactly. So either one of two things happens, it either becomes exposed and then they start to ask themselves, wait, what is Mm -hmm. this? Maybe this is right. Or they become exposed. Like, um, I kind of think of like bugs when you like turn over a rock yep. and then the yeah, whole light hits scattered. it and they just scatter <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happens and that's why we lose a lot of our friends and sometimes our family is because when the light hits them they hate it they hate it just yes. like the bugs they're like they're they're out of there yeah because um, they're comfortable in the darkness yes yeah yeah so you said you kind of have a story uh maybe do you want to sh- uh, yeah share yeah yeah i had um somebody like that i was really really good friends with and for for a very long time but um, of course, and they were a Christian as well. But as I um, came back from my little wild season that I had there, um, mm-hmm. like I really started to go after God and not just simply like, oh, I'm a Christian, like a, wear that as a badge, you know, on my shirt. Hello, I'm a Christian, you know, but I really started to be a Christian. I, I really started to be a follower of Christ, which that's different because you're living your life according mm-hmm. to his word. And not just according to his word, but because you love him and, you know, you're going after a relationship with him. Right. And um, that just brought such a struggle in that friendship. Mm. Um, of course, because I'm a Christian, my baseline is going to be Christ. I'm going to talk about that. It's going to come up in my conversation in some kind of way. It may not be like the Christianese way or like where it's like super churchy or anything like uh-huh. that. But, you know, he's going to be laced throughout all of my conversations in some kind of way. And so we just, it came to a point where she was like, you know, you talk about God all the time. And, you know, sometimes I want to just talk about regular stuff. And I was like, well, I talk about regular stuff. It's just God comes up in that because <laughs> that's my source, right? Like yeah. everything flows from. And um, eventually we just ended up falling away because she was like, I can't do that. And she was a Christian too, was raised mm-hmm. in church. But I think that's too where we have to, we as believers have to get to a place where we have to look at Am I being a believer or a Christian in name only? Or do I really believe the things that I read about? Do I really believe this about this God? Do I really have a relationship with this God or am I just religious? Yep. Yep. That's And perfect. that's the case. That's what I think we're finding out now that people are really more religious than uh, have a relationship with Christ. Because even with COVID and the pandemic, I noticed that some people were, I mean, you know, you should be sad that you don't get to congregate with fellow believers but I noticed a lot of people were like devastated like oh my gosh I cannot go to church anymore 
I can't worship God. And it's like, wait, you should be doing that at home. Mm-hmm. That's religion. That should be a life. That should be your That's whole life. Your yeah. That's your <laughs> life. You should be doing that at home. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I want to go and see my brothers and sisters in Christ, but I'm fine at home too, because I do this at home. Yep. This is, I yeah. live this. This is not just a Sunday morning thing or a, when I go to Bible study thing, or just when I'm around my Christian friends mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. Check that box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the church yeah. Sunday. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Back it's to not living a, life normal. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that, but yeah, we, um, we ended up just kind of falling away as friends. I still love her and pray for her daily. Um, mm. And pray for it that she gets to see the God and gets to experience God in the way that I have in terms of really knowing him as Abba, knowing him as a father, knowing him as a friend, knowing him the more than just that God on Sunday mornings. So then, cause mm-hmm. it is different people. You can talk to other people and you can know, oh, they walk with God is, and then, oh, you just go to church on Sunday. You know, the difference. And um, so I'm still praying for her, but uh, as of right now, we're not, we're not friends. We can't walk together. She's, yeah she's she's not down for that so yeah yeah yeah, totally geez yeah so we always think of that um romans 12 2 do not be conformed to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind mind. (laughs) yeah yes that's the will of god that's it is renewing your mind because your mind is so in your oh your eyes by the way are such like a blessing and a curse because you see everything (laughs) but because of what you see it affects your faith because well i've seen you know uh mountains can't move so that's not possible i haven't seen anything crazy Mm -hmm. like that and it's like well the bible says that's possible it's like well i haven't seen it you know it's like well i haven't seen my bank account you know uh go up randomly after i tithe so i'm not going to believe that (laughs) it's like right our, our eyes are like a blessing and a curse at the same time, but to yeah. renew your mind is honestly to quote, even the, even a more quoted scripture, we live by faith, mm-hmm. not by sight. Right. So the things we see around us, they shouldn't be a stumbling block to our faith. They should instead, right. because we pull our faith from something internal, like we were just saying about yep. the spirit, like our faith comes from in here, not up here. Right. When I think about these crazy things that, you know, we see God do in the Bible, I'm like, well, logically, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. So that's kind of hard for me. But that's why we live by faith, because it's, it's again, that's why God says to guard your heart, because yes. everything we do flows, flows into it. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it affects our daily life. Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. And that's, I think sometimes, and I mean, I think we all kind of get into this place every now and again where we where it's flipped like we're walking by sight and not by faith like yes we're, we're just looking you know and we get addicted like, to that we do it's like well I don't see this I, I've <laughs> never seen God do this and it's like but like is he is he God or not and I right. think that goes to our belief systems do we believe him do we believe all the things that he's done like do we do we really believe that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Do we really believe that? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's a perfect segue into talking about this is we pull from a different source than the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Because when things go awry and when things go bad, 
there's not a source that they can pull from because this world is so broken and so mm-hmm. flawed and everything you see death everywhere. You hear about all these statistics about how many houses are being broken into every day. Yes. How many rapes and like suicides and you know, all this just horrible stuff. But we pull from something else because yes. we know that there's something else that's above everything else. Yes. And that's yes. what makes us foreign because we think completely different than everyone else. Yes, we think <laughs> oh. completely different from the world. Yep, it's like they have a different like code, you know, because they're so used to living this world. So I want to read this, 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. Dear mm. friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners yes. <laughs> away from yes. worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. They even accuse you of doing wrong, but they will see your honorable behavior and they will honor God when he judges the world. Yes. What does that mean to you? Let's just talk about temporary residents and foreigners. Man, listen, (laughs) it's for me, it's that um, reminder that everything that goes on here, not that it doesn't affect me, Mm-hmm. but this is not my home. This is not my place. And that all of this is temporary. Cause I think sometimes we act like that. None of this will pass away at some point and it will. And oh, I, yeah. and it's, <laughs> you know, it, it will. And it um, reminds me that when situations come up, kind of like what we were just talking about, what walking, um, walking by faith and not by sight, that when these situations come up to remind myself, this is not, this is not permanent. This is not something permanently happening to me. I, um, this is not my home. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey dude, I need you to step out for a second. Thank you. I'm so (laughs) love it. No, I'm going to keep that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. This is what momming and podcasting looks like, right? Yeah. That's great. Um, But, um, it just reminds me that this, um, when I read that, it reminds me and it also encourages me too when you know everything around me is like going crazy or when people are saying like hey you know you guys don't fit in or um I don't fit in yes you're right because this isn't my home yeah like, so sometimes it actually encourages me or when people are like well how could you make it through this situation because this isn't my home and mm-hmm. because I pull from a different place so it encourages me but it encourages other people as well um and more importantly like living that out because it's not just a scripture to be read but it's something to be lived yes yes that's beautiful and that's why we look like outsiders to everyone yes we look into our life and they we don't live like them and it's kind of strange it's like what who are you why why are you living right. like this yeah. it's because we we believe we're not of this world that's why we live like this. That's why yes. we choose the decisions that we make on a daily yes. basis. Yes. And but, that's why we but, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say too, like, even though the world, when they look at us, they don't see it right now, but in times of trouble, they do know it though. Yeah. Because they come, because I can tell you, I have several friends who like, they know of Jesus, but they don't, they don't live for Christ. They're not professed Christians. But when there are times of trouble, they will message me and say, hey, like, I know you know how to pray. I know you know who God is. Like, can you pray for me? Yeah. And and I, you know, and I do that. But they know, like, okay, yeah, that's the outsider. But I know I can come to that outsider. Yes. Times of trouble, you know? 
Yeah. How cool is that? People yeah. that are even on the outside know that they can come in and that they are welcomed <laughs> because yes. God calls you where you are and not for you to be perfect or anything like that. Yes. We're almost like a beacon of hope, even when they don't want to reach out to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We really are. And I think as believers, we have to remember that. And I think we, we forget that um, a lot yeah. of the times, honestly. Yeah. And that's why it's a good idea to be above reproach and to look like a foreigner, because when they see that they're, they're living in a certain way and things aren't going their way because of the choices that they're making. And then they look at people like us, which not to be boastful, but they see that we're obeying God and God's blessing yeah. us because of it. It's like, well, maybe that lifestyle does have something to it. And maybe it's not as foreign as I thought it was. Mm, a lot of people, that's true. Yeah. A lot of people will look at Christians and think we're just like these weird, like, you know, outsiders and just, but we're not, we're, we're just like you. The yes. only thing that's different is I believe in the Holy spirit and I believe in God. And I believe that yes. there's one path to life yes. and this is the path I've chosen. And people think that's weird. Cause you know, I'll talk to some people uh, and they'll be like, wait, what do you mean you like video games? And I'm like, I, no. I, I am also human. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? Like, that's such a strange yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that too? Yes. Or like, oh, you watch TV? Um, yes. <laughs> you like to travel? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's really, really, really funny. Like, isn't that strange? Oh, you like music. Yes. Yeah, I not, do. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're talking? not that far off, but you know what? I think sometimes too, that comes with like in our churches sometimes where we do try to put on that mask of like perfection. Like we are perfect. Oh yeah. We're only, you know, I mean, we live our life for Christ, but like, this is the only thing that we talk about. Like, no, we're people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just exactly. in the world. We're just not of it. That's of it. it. Right. Right. <laughs> like That's I see the same thing you guys do. I know about the celebrity and what they just did. And I know yeah. the, the new story. Like I, I see all that. I just see it through a different lens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it. I just see it through a different lens. That's it. Or whenever I'm going through stuff, my battery source, like you said about using that battery, my power source is just different. Mm -hmm. That's, I use that to get through yes. my situations. And I use that to remind me that everything is going to be okay. I use his word to say, oh, well, he did it then he'll do it again. Yeah. If he's done it before in my life. He'll do it again. That's my source. It's just, we look we're looking through a different lens, different lens. We're powered by a different source. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, you, you just reminded me of a podcast I did a while ago and it's called what else is there? And we're talking about like, if your power source in this case of the battery, we're just going to keep going back to this. If the battery, uh, if the battery is charged by the things of the spirit and you're not charging it with the spirit, then what else is there? What, what are you filling your life with? that yes. is of equal value because i promise you you're only ripping yourself off yes you're trying to fill that battery with something that's never ever going to fill it and yes when says i am the living water those who come to me will never be thirsty again that's yes. exactly what he means it's like yes you don't have to keep going back to this sinful nature or these elementary principles is how scripture says it you don't have to keep going back to that because i am efficient so right. When we turn to these other things, whatever it may be, whoever's listening, whatever that is for you, the Bible says, where your heart is, is where your treasure is. Yes. And the things you desire the most at the end of the day, the things that you put your time and heart and soul into, that's where your treasure is. And if it's yes. not in a spiritual thing, you're ripping yourself off. 
Yes. You're ripping yourself off and you'll never be content. <laughs> you won't. Uh, we talked about that void earlier. Um, and that's that goes both ways. Like if you're not filling yourself uh, with the spirit, if you if you, your source is something different, you're not going to ever going to be content. You're not um, going to have joy or uh, peace like you're not ever going to have any of those things because you're using it the wrong source to fill up and and really too sometimes um when you said that it made me think about um I don't know if you have an iPhone do you have an iPhone oh yeah yep okay Love iPhone. awesome you rock <laughs> um so but you know like you can tell the difference between when you charged your iPhone with an official iPhone charger cord and when you charged it with like some knockoff from big yes like that's can, amazing it charges the phone right it gets the job done but temporarily your phone will go dead faster yeah it may, like glitch or something like that and then the charger's gonna break in like a week you yeah. know like you know the difference like it may help a little bit if you use a different source but it's not going to do what it's intended to do because you're not using the correct power source yep wrong power source there you go <laughs> I love that <laughs> yeah, so it's a good reminder for us to live um, by another set of rules, and that we aren't part of this um, planet that we live in. And I want to I want to say this scripture because this is honestly in this conversation, I think this is my absolute favorite to talk about. Um, do you know Hebrews eleven? It, it, some yes. sometimes people call it the hall of hall of faith. <laughs> mm-hmm. It talks about all the people in the hall. Yes. Um, so it says. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what it was promised, but they saw it from a distance and welcomed it. They all agreed they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Yes. Yes. The reason they made it in the Hebrews 11, in the hall of faith, is because they all had the faith to believe far off. And what the promise is talking about is Christ. Is They didn't receive that yet, yeah. but they made it into Christ's eternal heaven because they saw the far off promise of God and they believed yes. it. But my favorite part is that that very end, they all believed together that they were nomads here on earth. Mm, that's a good key word there together though. Yeah. And if you look at their lifestyle, like each individually, you see these people, they lived their life so different. Mm-hmm, they did. I mean, yeah. And people either, they either fear it because they're in the dark or they flock to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of like in the Old Testament, when David was made king, people from all over with armies, with farms and with all I, I was reading uh, earlier today, and I think it was like over hundreds of thousands of people flocked mm-hmm. to him because they knew that the Lord was with him. Yes, they wanted to serve him because the Lord of the angel armies was on his side. Yes, he was conquering everyone because he lived as a foreigner and people were drawn to that because they're like, what what is this guy? Who is this? I got to meet him. (laughs) Like, yes, what does he have and what do I need to get it? Or at least just to serve him. Yes. And at the same time, your enemies fear that. And the Babylon yes. fear that. So they are like, oh, we got to take him down. And you know what? It couldn't take him down because God was on his side. You can't. Yeah, because God is on, is, is on, was on his side and he's on our side. Like, yep. yeah, the enemy is going to try that. And really one of the ways he does that too is like just by attacking your identity in Christ. Like oh, yeah. he's going to come for that because yeah. that's what, that is your source, you know? Um, but you have to remember like, no, I am, um, I am a son. I am a daughter in Christ. And like, one of my favorite scriptures 
especially here lately, um, it's like Ephesians 2, 6, where um, he says, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Like we're seated with him in heavenly yeah. places. We are, are, we're, we're foreigners. Like this is really not our world. We're there with yes. him. You know? Yep. Like, we're up there. We're just not there yet. We're here right now. Not, we're here right now. So like, yes, when it says, okay, um, you know, that song, all God's promises are yes and amen. Yes. That's because it's yep. done because we're seated with him. It's <laughs> already done. Like, yep. we're good. <laughs> yep. And in the meantime, we just live for his will the entire time we're here. And as weird as that makes us look as set apart, as picked on, maybe as literally seen as an enemy doesn't matter yeah. that's why i'm here that's why we're all here and that's what we're going to choose to live yes. we're going to choose to be outcasts but it's the yes. most beautiful outcasts <laughs> yes it is it is yep. it's beautiful and um at some point and i'm sure whoever's listening um as you continue to like walk this walk and live this life like you are making a difference to those around you they're watching yes. even if and they're not saying that. anything uh-huh they're watching and they know and they're and I'm sure like internally they're like man I need to I need to get to that place or I need to get to that God that they serve because I can see they're different like I can see the peace on on their life I can see the joy I can see just how differently they're walking through circumstances and situations like it's making a difference although it's sometimes it is hard (laughs) it is hard like we're not going to kid you it is hard to to kind of walk through this but in us trusting God and loving him and pursuing his heart um, as he pursues us, um, yep. that's what makes it easier. And that's what reminds us like, this is who I am and this is why I'm living this life. Yep. Yep. All right. So um, is there anything you want to say on top of that before we wrap up? No, like this was just <laughs> an awesome conversation. I love, oh, yeah. I'm a chatty Kathy, so I just love talking anyway. <laughs> talking just, in general. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, but I love talking about the Lord too. But like, yeah. just, just to encourage anybody who's listening, like, yeah, you are a foreigner, but there's a group of foreigners that are here with you. <laughs> with you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes. together, as you just read in that scripture, like, don't forget to like, don't isolate yourself because you feel different. Just find mm-hmm. the other different people, find the other believers verse find find your tribe so you can walk through this um yeah, with other people who understand um but also know that like even in being different and being the unicorns on this earth that like <laughs> there are those around you they're looking to you and they're looking at your walk and you are making a difference whether they say it or not yeah sweet okay guys so our new plan for today is to change your source don't let your source be the earth. Don't let your source be anything around you that you see is earthly because we know our source is spiritual. We know our source is Christ and the things in the heavenly realms. So as you talk about your new plan and as you try to figure out what that looks like, just remember that to live your life and make the decisions to um, pull from a different source and recharge your spiritual battery with spiritual things and not earthly things. Cause I promise that will leave you empty. It'll leave you sad. And, um, Christ is always there to fulfill you. Yes. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. No, thank you for the invitation. (laughs) Yep. All right, guys. God bless. Peace.